Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whichever time you're listening to us. It is the multiverse after all. It could be any time, any place. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Matt. Or am I a Matt from another multiverse? You'll never know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But in case you haven't figured it out, we are talking Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I had to get it right because for the while there, I was calling it and the Michael, the multiverse of madness, but it's in the multiverse of madness. Although maybe in some other multiverse or universe, it could be in the multiverse of madness. I don't know. Uh, who knows? But yes, I did notice that I was, um, I was, uh, 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 talking to someone and, and I made sure to say, say the in because, I'm pretty sure this person would have called me on it had I had I not. This this is going to be a very interesting conversation, Matt. We were just talking right before we hit record. Um, as most people who listen to the show know, we don't usually like we, we've gone to the movie a couple movies a couple times together, which is cool. We've done in the moment. Um, we also don't usually share ahead of time like what our thoughts are. And actually, when you went to see it you were going to text me you never did so i never really know knew what your final reaction was and really i only posted what i posted up in the facebook group so you only have a slight idea of where my head is at right now but i i will tell you that my my friend danielle she's been on the show before she you know she used to work at rosemont um uh when she went to see it opening night i should have known something was a little amiss when she posted what the hell did I just watch was basically what she said. And, you know, I, I took it as, oh, awesome. But I don't know. And this is going to be a really interesting conversation because I think I've come to the conclusion on something, which I'll get to. But, um, yeah, we're talking Doctor Strange 2 basically today, probably the most anticipated phase four project to date, really something that a lot of people were looking to, myself included, to start to bring in other elements of the 20th century Fox merger, uh, the X-Men, the fantastic four bring the story along, maybe bring Loki in a little bit. Like we, there was a lot hanging on this movie. At least I thought there was, um, what about you going into it? Yeah. I mean, this was, uh, the anticipation was definitely here. I mean, this was, We've been we've been having these little breadcrumbs, these little breadcrumbs, and I I think the the hope of people was this is where we're gonna kind of get some answers. Yes, and ultimately, I mean, spoiler alert, uh, blanket spoiler alert for this podcast, but that wasn't really the case. No, and and that to, to that point you just made, unlike everything leading through phase three we don't have a clear destination right now. And I know we've talked about this before with some of the other, the the TV shows and stuff. Um, We don't have a clear destination on where any of this is heading because at least in the moment, a lot of these individual movies or TV shows or series, they're kind of wrapping up in their own little ways to where they're not really building towards anything bigger now that could be a a, a directional choice by feige and and the entire you know team maybe there is something down the pipeline we just don't know about it yet i don't know um but i i just like we do with any movie i think we need to start with just we've seen it 
what are our overall just impressions and, and where are we at? And um, I'll, I'll start just because I already put mine out yeah, there. Go for it. I walked out of there feeling very disappointed. That is the now. Only, can I can I, word I can, can I qualify? Yeah. Can I qualify? Was this? There's two types of disappointment in this. There's the disappointment over here that is it wasn't. It didn't live up to the hype of what I was anticipating it to be. And I think that's one disappointment. And I think the other disappointment is just, I was just straight up disappointed in this movie, regardless of its greater MCU connection. I think both. Okay. Um, I, I, I agree that I hyped myself up for this movie so much. And I wanted this movie to be so much. And, and, you know, I, I spent a little bit of time thinking like, okay, did I put too much into this? Is that partially my fault? But no, I, I don't. The way that they've advertised this movie, the way they've pointed towards this movie, the way that the MCU and Marvel has hyped this movie themselves, you would have thought that this would have been like at the level of like Captain America Civil War. Like an Avengers point yeah. five, if you will, where you would have really, even though you wouldn't have had all these people coming together, there would have been a lot of tying some stuff together. Because when you think about the different elements that we've seen between um, Loki and Hawkeye and WandaVision and to some degree, maybe even Eternals could have probably played some level of this, but it didn't. All these things you would have thought could have brought into this, and they didn't really. Like, And so I, I went in there expecting a lot because that's how they hyped it, and I walked out of there going, I, I knew the movie was in trouble about halfway, not even halfway through, about a third of the way through when, when the writing was clunky, the dialogue hmm. was bad, the delivery from the actors was not good. The pacing was off. It 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 just felt second rate to me. Hmm. Now, what hmm. about you? So I, I I digested this over the past week or so. I have the perfect comp of how I feel about this movie. Okay. This is the Jungle Cruise of the MCU. Hmm. It's a great time. There's some really awesome visual moments. Some really exciting things happen. You know, movie starts out. There's a lot of fun things going on. Um, the Some of the spells that Doctor Strange does, really cool, really well done. There's some nice character development things that I appreciated. But ultimately, it, there's no like real meat on the bone there, so to speak. Where Jungle Cruise, I thought, was a very fun movie. That's a fun movie. I, I can go to it. I can have a good time. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like saying, oh my gosh, what a what a fantastic cinema piece that I've watched here. Something like an Endgame. Something like a Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, something that like, like, like that I would really, really watch again and again and again because standalone, it's such a fun movie. I, I it, it this was fun. I I liked it. See, in that but I but I I didn't I didn't like I I'm not like overjoyed I, it, it, about it. Well, I didn't even have fun with it. Like that's the problem. Is that Oh, so you had a good time. I didn't. I I actually you know, I you know, we talked about this on the pod last week. We knew we were warned that this was going to be kind of horror movie-esque. I can stand a 
good, even though I'm not a huge fan of them, I can stand a good suspenseful horror movie. And there were some moments that were some jump scares in this, which I thought were, hey, this was well done, or sneaking people with shadows or stuff. What yeah. I did not appreciate and what I did not think fit this movie and I felt was totally inappropriate for a Marvel movie was the way all of the characters in Earth 838 died or universe 838 died like absolutely not appropriate for a marvel movie captain really getting sliced by her shield um the 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 pitchfork dude or the tony tuning folk dude i don't even know his name uh black bolt never heard of him before this was the first time i'd ever heard of him but black bolt so like having no mouth and his head blowing like that was totally and, and then did they really have to break dr x's neck like why it and, and every in a lot of the commentary that i'm reading on this i'm not alone there's a lot of people who are very frustrated with the direction this movie took and where they put wanda i went to see this with nate my partner you know he's not as much into the mcu as i am but he was into marvel comics before i was so he understands the comic part of it halfway through i looked over to him and he was he became very kind of like he zoned and afterwards, I said, "What about, about three three quarters way through?" I said, "What's wrong?" He goes, "I can't do this anymore." It's too, he he goes, "It's bothering me." He goes, "The amount of gruesome deaths in this this is ridiculous." Like he was, he's like, "This is not a Marvel movie." Like it, it Sam Raimi, yeah. don't ever let him touch a Marvel property ever again. A horrible, horrible. Matt, this is. I was debating whether this is like the worst or second worst, but it's right there in terms of Marvel Marvel movies for me. I will never watch hmm. this movie again. Okay. Um, that stuff didn't bother me as much. I'll, I'll say that. Um, I found it more the shock factor of it rather than a, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just more desensitized to that kind of stuff um, because I, I, I watch a ton of movies all over the place. But let me ask I, you this. Yes. You're eventually going to introduce your daughters to the MCU. When would it be appropriate for your daughters to watch this movie? That's a great question. I mean, I, I think this is... it's not a 13-year-old movie. I, I'm sorry. It's yeah, it, it's... Uh, but I don't know. Like, I, I look at... Okay, when would I introduce my kid to Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings has has gruesome things in it, but... It, but you it, go to Lord of the Rings expecting that, though. Like, the thing is, is, okay... If this was the tone and tenor of the MCU for the last 10 years, I, I, I absolutely would, would be like, okay, fine. I know what I was getting into, but I going into this, it was okay. I, I was expecting this movie to be along the lines of an, I mean, Endgame had plenty of death for crying out loud. We know that, but it was done tastefully. I think this wasn't done tastefully. Like, well, even zombie you, you doctors, think about Iron Man's death. Like, Iron Man's death is done tastefully. Yes, hundred percent. Trying to think of other. I mean, I, I guess Quicksilver's death tasteful. I mean, as tasteful as a death can be, I suppose. But no, I mean, this. You're you're right. Like, this was. I mean, Black Bolt speaking and inside his body and getting his you know brains blown out. Yep. That's. That's a little bit shocking, which, okay, pause. Uh, I have to place pause on this. So uh, the reason you've never heard of Black Bolt is because he is in the Inhumans. The Inhumans were 
a while, like season two and three in Agents of Shield, they were trying to make Inhumans work. It was like which their I version believe... of the mutants because they kind of say mutants. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, then the TV show, don't ever watch it. It's horrible. It's it's oh, it's so bad. Um, and so I was actually a little bit pleasantly surprised to see them reference the Inhumans. But regardless, um, you know, even the the Captain Carter, which I loved Captain Carter, like her jetpack while she was fighting, that was awesome. Um, but it, yeah, like there, the, it was, I, I, the, the it, thing, okay. it, it was very, it was different than anything we've ever seen. And I guess, it, hmm, it, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to try to make it seem like I'm trying to justify it because I, I don't necessarily want to say I'm on team. Let's have more of this. But I also am not on. I, I, I'm 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 lukewarm on it. I, I guess I is, was, okay. is the best I can I, say. I was rooting for it. Like I said, about, about a third of the way through, I could tell something was off. The writing was not right. The pacing felt awkward. Um, it, it, it felt. The the only way I can describe it is this: there is there is um. It, during the period of COVID, there's been this like product of movies that have come out that you can tell were done in the period of COVID where things just don't feel quite right. So I, that was kind of where this was at. It's like, okay, I'm going to forgive it for that. Whatever. I get it. But then, um, you know, I, I'm rooting for it. I'm hoping for it. You know, and it's kind of setting the story up, you know, the twist, I mean, we, we kind of all knew Wanda was going to be the villain, but like the way that he approaches, actually, I can't even say that I did know Wanda was going to be the villain. I didn't know that. Like I knew they were talking about it, but I wasn't expecting Wanda to be the villain. So he goes and finds Wanda and Wanda's the villain and that, oh, what a twist. That's kind of cool. And she turns into the Scarlet Witch. I'm rooting for it, rooting for it. And even up to the point that they get to the other universe and he, he he's trapped. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm liking where this is going. Then he gets put in front of the Illuminati, and in the reveal of the Illuminati, and you, you see um, uh, 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 Reed, um, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Uh, John Krasinski and Mr., as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Reed Richards, right? Is that Reed Richards? Yep, Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Yeah. You see him, and 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 you know, you see Mordo again, and all this stuff. And then of course the reveal of Doctor X, which. The, the teaser kind of tease, but when you finally get to see it and you hear the, you know, the, the music, yep. that was cool. And everyone in the, the audience was really excited about it, that they were still in redeeming territory at that point. There were definitely some plot issues. There were definitely some, but after that, it took like the last third of the movie just took us down this dark hole that it did not have to be in. And, and it, I, I feel like Rami, like, did it for shock value like you know what i mean i'm curious what the discussions were on this of the greater mcu brain trust because you know one of the things that is great about the mcu is that there you do have different directors that come in and do different types of film you know um ant-man is a different film than black panther which is a different film than captain america the winter soldier which is good. Like if those were all trying to be the same film, that would not be great. But this one, you know, Sam Raimi definitely, you know, does is known for more horror things, but I, I'm curious on what the conversation was and, and what the, 
long-term consequences of something like that is. Because to me, if you're going to go through that shock value, there's got to be more of a payoff later. And so I wonder if this universe of 838 is going to be more of a player in the future MCU and whether this action can have greater consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I can I pitch something? Sure. I think that whole Illuminati scene and Wanda coming in against the Illuminati would have been 20 times more impactful had one of the members of the Illuminati, I know this is not comic canon or anything like that, if one of them had either been 838's Pietro or 838's Vision. <laughs> because then she has to deal with the the hurt of okay i want to be with my children but i am going through this universe's vision or this universe's pietro i think that would have been an excellent wrinkle to have to explore i like that well so let's let's talk about wanda for a couple of minutes because a lot of the analysis that I'm reading, a lot of the reviews and commentary I'm reading are not, even for people who liked the movie are not happy with where Wanda went with this. Like a lot of people feel that she is not redeemable at this point. Like the movie obviously says that your shows that she potentially died. No one believes she's actually dead. Let's be honest with you. They just saw the thing collapsing. So there's a good chance she could definitely return. But, like, her arc goes from zero to 60 overnight. From, I mean, WandaVision, you see her building to this. But, like, to see her kill as horribly as she has, simply to get to the kids that she doesn't actually have, it, it, I, I would have to agree with them. I don't think that she's redeemable at this point. Like, even Nate's, like, she, he's like, she, he's like, I, I wish she would have been killed in in the movie. Like, well, like instead of allowing her to have this redemptive arc at the end, which made no sense. Like, she should not have been given a redemptive arc because of what she did. Well, and that's the whole thing of you know, because I agree with you on the clunky story writing, mm-hmm. and this is one of them where Wandavision was so well done, and 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 Wanda's story to this point has been so well done yes. that you start off as this radicalized. Uh, you know, teen with with her brother that makes sense, who become experimented on, who then serve Ultron, then ultimately turn back. Then, you know, there's a relationship with Vision and then the gut-wrenching of her having to take out the thing that is keeping him alive in yep. order to save the universe that doesn't end up working. Then, you know, to have WandaVision happen and that to to culminate in that penultimate episode of seeing all, you know, fleshing out more of that story. And this felt like, all right, she's bad now. And, yep. and the dark holds the one that's doing it. And she's really bad. And she's going to do all these horrendous things. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We can all agree that what Wanda did to Westview was maybe a questionable thing, but I didn't think was an irredeemable thing. No, no. Cause no one died in WandaVision. She was, people were hurt. Yeah, and, I mean, I think there, there were, were some pretty, yeah, some pretty psychological things. Yes. And again, you can argue whether what's what's bad, you know, it, what's was that just as bad as just killing somebody? Well, you know, I wonder, I, it, I wonder if like, 
if if the, the, the brass at MCU at Marvel Studios thought that her killing these other beings from a universe that's not the prime universe, not the 616 universe, like, oh, well, they're not really real anyway. And so it doesn't seem so bad. Like, I'm wondering if, like, that's where their head was at. But this is, like, they're real people from a whole other friggin' universe. Like, like well, and yeah. they're characters we are connected with. Yeah. It, yes, we have not grown up with a Captain Carter, but Haley Atwell's been in plenty exactly. of movies. Her character has been in a TV show two seasons. And watching um, it, Patrick Stewart's neck get snapped, like, did you really have to do that? And I guess the argument is we had to really show that, you know, she was serious and she was a force to be reckoned with. I think you could have done that without killing any of those characters or at least not showing the way that you killed them. Like, you didn't have you could to have... kill them that way. You could have very easily like brought the building down on top yeah. of them or something like that. I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, so, you know, there was that clunky story element, I think, with Wanda. There was there's the classic clunky story element that I hate, which is what happened with the Darkhold, where it was, I'm going to destroy the Darkhold. Ha ha, I did it. Oh, but there's actually another copy and I'm yeah. going to immediately tell you about it. It's like, oh, so the, what why did we do that? That was, that was was so stupid. (laughs) You know, just dumb. I did like the element. I did like the, the scene when Wanda is, is in eight, three, eight and, or I'm sorry, Scarlet, Witch is there. And, 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 and because America, uh, which we got to get to talking about America here in a couple minutes, but America kind of brings her through to her kids and they're scared of her. And she realizes what she's done. I do feel that that element was pretty cool. Nate goes, it would have been great to watch other Wanda actually kill her though. Like that, like that would have been, that would have been an appropriate way to, to, to handle it. Like, Ooh, I love that. Yeah. But otherwise she gets this really crazy redemptive arc where suddenly, Oh my God, I realized what I did. No, you did some really bad things. You deserve to die kind of thing. Like, like, I, I don't know. It it just, it was so clunky. All right. America, um, America Chavez, like, yeah. Awesome character. Yeah. Awesome character. Played really well. I, I honestly I think she was like a very bright spot in this movie. Agreed. Like I have nothing bad to say about her performance no. and um her relation like like the arc that she had in where this Doctor Strange at the beginning of the movie betrays her mm-hmm. and the having to trust that another Doctor Strange isn't going to do that. And then her kind of being the one to have to, it wasn't Doctor Strange saving the day. No. Yes. You know, he, he played a part in it, but it was America Chavez. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel and and bravo to Disney. We've talked about this on, uh, for other, other movies, bravo to Disney for the inclusion, the LGBT representation with her moms. And it was just a normal part. Like those are her two moms. Like that was awesome. And she wore the pride pin on her jacket, which I thought was really cool. I'm really excited to see kind of where, where she goes from here and what that all means. What, what I'm really hoping for is that they're building towards something more with the multiverse. I know we got King the Conqueror and, and, and Loki and, and things like that. So maybe, maybe they're building towards something like that. I don't know. I really thought that this would have been like a good stepping stone and maybe it was, maybe that's all this is, but the, the elements of what they brought into this movie versus what they teased, like they would have been bringing to this movie, two very different things. Like besides the mention from Dr. Strange, there was no other mention or tie in to Spider-Man whatsoever 
which was weird. No. Which I read. Well, I think the that may have. Because of the let's chalk that up to a Sony thing. Well, maybe, but I actually, I think maybe more it was a timing thing because according to what I read, this was supposed to come out before Spider-Man. And so maybe yeah. that's why that, that could be it as well. There was no mention whatsoever about what happened at, in Loki at all. Nothing. Yeah. Like that there. And apparently at one point Loki was supposed to make a cameo. So something there happened, which was weird. Um, you know, so like it, it really was just kind of a, it's almost like, it's like the season finale of WandaVision is basically what it became. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it was a giant season finale of WandaVision. I guess okay. So I I, I referenced this. Uh, wow, I'm about to throw some synergy at you. Okay, I referenced this in an article that I wrote on Sorcerer Network, and and kind of it was following up the end of Moon Knight, and saying that you know Moon Knight is its own self-contained show. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen anything MCU ever you can watch Moon Knight and not have to have like a three-hour presentation given to you on how <laughs> this character connects in and this character connects in. You don't have to do it. You can just watch it and be and be good. And so kind of the question here is we have, we have so, while we don't know things, we can kind of, here's kind of what we're seeing. First of all, with, you know, America Chavez, we got Kate Bishop. It, we, we have these crumbs of the young Avengers, and that's a, a crew that seems to be assembling. Okay. So we got that storyline here. Then we've got, you know, the U.S. agent, uh, Black Widow's sister, Yelena. That's kind of this Dark Avengers type thing. Mm-hmm. We've got the She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, Daredevil clearly is in there somewhere as well. These, like, more street-level heroes, Moon Knight in being included in that as well moving somewhere and then we kind of have i mean it seems like they're setting up a secret wars you know multiversal type thing you know big that's kind of their big thing my question was okay is all of this moving to one point or are all of these things moving to their own point and so is moon knight never gonna make it to the big screen He's just always going to be on like these Disney Plus shows, and because because this is this is uncharted territory for the MCU. It's always been just in movies. It's not that anymore. It's you've got now this TV universe, and so my question is: Is this all going towards the same thing, or is this okay? We have this thing over here and this thing over here, and they're two separate stories, and they just kind of haven't let us in on that yet. Well, it's so funny you asked the question because um, I think this leads to the thing that I was I wanted to talk about, which I, I've I've been thinking about this a lot as these series have come out over the course of the last year, as some of the movies have come out over the last year, and I've kind of referenced it a little bit. Like, is the novelty and the infamy and and just fame of what Marvel has done is it starting to wane? And I can say after watching this movie that I am not as hot on superheroes anymore as I once was. Hmm. As you were asking that question, the the only answer I could come up with was I actually don't really care where it's going at this point. Like at this point, I don't necessarily like, I know I'm not going to watch moon Knight. Um, 
I don't have the excitement to continue the story much more. I, it has gotten to be too much for me. There's too much going on that I can't keep. At least with Avengers and Endgame and the whole Infinity Saga, I could keep track. There was one line pointing towards something. I don't have that, and I've given it. I've given it over a year to to look for it. You know, I, I, one of the reasons why WandaVision was so exciting is that it continued a story, and it looked like it was pointing towards something. And then Loki comes along. We had Falcon the Winter Soldier, which was fun, but as I said, was not always my favorite. Loki comes along, which was great. Had a great time with that. Black Widow was kind of weird. It, it kind of was out of place. We talked about that last summer. Uh, Eternals was kind of its own thing. It didn't connect. Like we've given it, like, I feel like I've given it enough time for them to start bringing some of this stuff together to start to make sense. And there does not seem to be a cohesive story. Now that could be their choice. They could be making to your question or to your, to the question you posed that they're not going to connect this stuff, that there's just going to be these parallel things running, which is very true to how comics operate. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's how comic books operate. But here's the risk that Feige and the entire Marvel studios is going to run. They're going to risk losing the general lay fan at this point, the, the me's, the people who never followed the comics for a reason. Co I never was into comics because they were so hard to follow. There was, and this goes to my kind of, you know how I am. I don't do open world games. I like very point A yeah. to point B to point C video games. I don't like the side quest. And I don't, you know, here, you know, we go back to Star Wars and the animated series. I don't, I like a very linear path. And for me, unfortunately, and I, I hate to say this because it's been an amazing ride for 10 years. I'm at a point now where I don't, I don't know how much longer I can hang on to this. So I guess my question, the, the the first question I have out of this is Thor Love and Thunder comes in two months. Mm -hmm. Is that a movie you're going to go see in theaters or are I, you? I want to. I, I, I really, really want to. Um, and maybe with Thor Love and Thunder, they'll we'll get some redemption to some of this other stuff. I don't know. I've always loved Thor. It's been one of my favorites out of the, the previous three phases, right? Um, it's got some Guardians mixed in with it, obviously, as well. Um, I, I personally, I don't really care that there's going to be a Lady Thor or not. That doesn't necessarily interest me. But you know, the last Thor That's was fun. the last Thor was fun. Um, but you know, the last Thor I went with the anticipation of how is this going to connect to the Infinity Stones. This time, I'm going to go with absolutely no idea of where we're at with it, like what's happening. Yeah, and, and so I, to be honest with you, Thor might end up being one of those movies where it's going to kind of be a do or die for me. Like either it works or Casey's going to be walking away from the MCU. I mean, I, I hate to put it that way, but I just, it's been a fun ride, but you know, and again, I give Kevin Feige and the entire Marvel studios props of where they're going and for what they've been able to do. But we had this conversation already. Are they able to do this for another 10 years? Are they able to do like, is it possible? Um, and it's completely however they want. It's their that's their property to be able to do what they want. But for me, it, it's just gotten to be too much. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. See, I'm 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 in the I'm just loving it. I love the questions. I love the 
the excitedness of it all. Like I, I'm, I'm still 100% in. So you have to get a new um, podcast partner for the Marvel stuff, buddy. I'll say <laughs> our MCU episodes will release on Fridays. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It is disappointing because it has been a fun ride. And, and honestly, again, I, I love some of it. I just, there is no clear linear path. Maybe love and thunder will establish a linear path. Maybe we'll see, you know, King the Conqueror kind of step up as the next big baddie. And we start to see how everyone's going to point towards that or something. I don't know. I, I I feel that if Marvel wants to bring along general lay people, they need to do something other than multiple content moving in eight different directions. There needs to be at least some tie to it. Um, yeah. You know, a, and I think a, that's an extension. Is, is to your, Sorry. No, something you said, though. This is uncharted territory for the MCU, which is it's all been on the big screen. So how do you use Disney Plus? Like, for example, if you had not seen WandaVision, you would have (laughs) walked into this and said, what the hell? Why is she bad? Like, what's going on? That would have come out of nowhere. And I know Feige and even Rami said that they wanted to make it to where you didn't have to see WandaVision to understand what's going on. But clearly, you needed to see WandaVision to understand what was going on with Wanda. Like, you needed to understand that element. So, if they want to make Disney, the Disney Plus movies, part of the MCU, that's fine. But you expect that you'll probably lose some 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 people. And I'll tell you, I mean, looking at the the box office returns, it's got about five hundred eighty million in right now, um, against a budget of, let's see here, the budget was two hundred million. So I mean, it's made its money, but you know, five hundred sixty eight million, <laughs> comparatively to some of the other big big blockbusters, there there does seem to be some divisiveness among fans about whether or not people like this movie or not. Yeah, I think I think the big issue with anything box office right now is it's still in really weird box office territory. I know we're on, you know, we're we're not to the point of think things are very much open, um, but I, I think it's still just kind of strange. No pun intended. Um, but uh, I I think what it comes down to it is let, let me ask you again another follow up question: Are you more likely to? watch the marvel movies once they release on disney plus no no not even that are you more likely to even like characters that you like like hey i really love guardians you know guardians i'm gonna watch guardians volume three i don't know because i I really like them i don't know because we haven't had a movie with a phase three character well i take that back dr strange was my favorite character so for me to be saying what i'm saying right now about this movie hurts my heart because i love dr strange i felt dr strange could have been a huge player and again i know that that this is very true to the comics i totally get that the mcu has kind of forged its own path in a lot of ways where it's not always holding itself to the comics i do want to say one thing though you can't necessarily blame the movies kind of being weird still i mean spider-man had a 1.8 billion dollar run so yeah, but this I mean, this was not like Spider Man. That movie was a culmination of thirty years of Spider Man movies. This could have been though. This if they did this right, this would have been the culmination of how many times we talked about bringing the X Men in. Right, this could have been a way to do that, and they blew it. They yeah, wasted the I mean, reveal I, of Doctor X uh, on the cartoon version of him. Yes, I mean it's it's hard because Patrick Stewart is not gonna, I don't think, play Professor X, and I don't know what direction they're gonna go with this X Men thing. And I also, 
you know, with so many recent X Men movies, I think they're still trying to figure out, okay, but, are we but like that's what I'm saying, though, maybe doing have, that or not? I think to, it's tricky. You didn't even have to use Patrick Stewart. You could have used the other guy who, who played them in the younger versions. Like, there's True. so many ways that they could have done this and made this bigger than what it was. And it just they 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 blew it. Yeah, I, see, I think that's one of those disappointment in terms of expectation things. I think that everyone expected that X-Men were going to be introduced in Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I think everyone expected that the Fantastic Four was going to be introduced, which I know Reed Richards was there, but that wasn't really... I wouldn't call that a, an, a Fantastic Four reveal, honestly, even any more than I would call the Professor X thing an X-Men reveal. Like, okay, cool, they got Patrick Stewart to come in and play Professor X, awesome that, that doesn't that doesn't like tell me oh there's a bunch of x-men here like that's not really a reveal to that I, I think that falls in that whole that's what we projected this movie was going to be and they didn't deliver on that and we're all really disappointed about that but that's ultimately uh i mean again this is this is the dance that you have to do with anything like this this is not just mcu this is with um, this is with any intellectual property series, movie, theme park ride, anything like that. You have to play this dance of here are my expect here's the fans' expectations oh, totally. for this, but here's the story we want to tell. How do we make sure that we don't <laughs> we well, don't? We've talked about that in terms of of Star Wars and and still, yeah. you know, is the MCU getting to that level of Star Wars where the you know the creative story they want to tell is different than what the, the what the fans want and it could very well be i don't know i mean again we've had 12 years of or more than 12 years 2008 so uh we've had 14 years of of mcu in the in the the way it is you know and again for people like you you very well might hang on a lot longer than me but for me i am at the edge of looking at the continuation of okay here's where it's going and looking back and going, do I really want to invest my mind there anymore? And I just, yeah. my mind's just not able to do it. And it's disappointing because, again, I've enjoyed the ride. But, you know, for me, I still haven't been able to shake the feeling that there was a nice solid wrap up at the end of the end, at the end of Endgame. Maybe we just. Leave it what, it, what it speaks to is how good the Infinity Saga was. Yeah, it really does. Like, really, really, it was it was very, very well done. Um, you know, those 23 movies that they did just really. It, it built up characters. It made you care about their storylines. Mm-hmm. They brought in new characters that were exciting and fun and told different stories. Each film felt a little bit different. There was shock and awe. In I mean, I still remember when I like the reveal of Hydra is Shield. That was to this day, it still was an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. twist that they threw in there. Let me ask you this because we've talked about this with Star Wars, and I I, I got to think about this. this is kind of a, an arm off of this conversation. Let's look at the big screen movies since like the series were a thing. Black Widow. Yep. Shang-Chi. Yep. Eternals. Yep. Spider-Man. Yep. And now Doctor Strange. Yep. Take Spider-Man out of there, which again, I think that is a special case because 
it, it's it wasn't just a one movie setting this up. It was also this culmination of so much from the back. Really, I would say all four of these movies are not in your top third of MCU movies. And even in some of them, you could argue, are they even in that middle third? You're talking me specifically now or you or just in general? Just in general, oh, I, I think. Agree. But again, yeah, this this goes back to the conversation we had very early, very pretty much after Black Widow, which is we do have to separate out everything up through Endgame or, or really even Spider-Man No Way uh, Far From Home. Far from yeah, the second one, and then everything yeah. that comes after that, because again, they're, they're they're very two distinct stages of where we're at. It is very hard to place any of these four in the category of what you saw in those first twenty four movies, basically. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, because yeah, that that's the thing. Whereas now, let's look at these series. Wandavision, really great, really enjoyed that series. Loki, really great, really enjoyed that series. Falcon and Winter Soldier, okay, a little bit more shaky, but eh, eh, okay. Um, Moon Knight. I, I really enjoyed the story of Moon Knight. Uh, that was a really, really fun series. I, 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 I think, enjoyed it. I think what it is, though, is that you have been able to turn your head and flip the switch in your head and be able to watch the series and the movies for what they are. A snapshot in time, individual, not necessarily connected to something bigger. Your brain works like that, though. You can watch side quests. You can play side quests in games. You can watch side series. Again, how many times have you tried to get me to watch the animated series, right? You can you can watch these and 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 be okay that they're not necessarily connected. But if they are, it's a bonus for you. For yeah. me, my brain does not work that way. It's one of the reasons why I love sequels so much, I think. For me, a good like I just watched um the new Matrix last night. Have you seen that? Okay, I have not. Have, no. Have, were you a fan of the Matrix series at all? I, I've seen them. The, it. I think I was at the age I was at. I was just a little bit too early when okay. it was really taking off, and I just never. I mean, the very first one, the that very bug. first one came out in '99, and then the next two were back to back, like six months apart in like the 2006, 2007 timeframe, right? So for me, I was in college, or maybe 2005, 2006. I was in college when, when, the, when, the, when the two sequels came out and that the mythology that the Wachowski at the time, brothers and now sisters, um, uh, kind of put together. I, I love that series. I, I have been able to watch that series over and over and over again, the scene with the architect, all that stuff. So this one came out. It, of course, it was exclusive to uh, HBO Max. So I didn't have HBO Max at the time. I have it now. So last night, I'm like, you know what? I want to watch this. I turned it on, and I, I didn't know what to expect, but it was exactly what I wanted a sequel to be. It followed it up. It made sense. It had connections. It had callback. It had what a lot of people deem fan service, right? I was sold. It is an amazing movie. I know it's gotten horrible reviews, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it because it's what everything a sequel should be in my mind. Well, this is your this is your reasoning of why episode nine is one of your favorites. Exactly. If not your favorite, yeah, it's because one, it's probably my favorite or second favorite in the Star Wars series, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I just think it's an interesting conversation to have of hmm, it seems like these big screen movies are maybe not getting the best reviews whereas your series because you have a little bit more time and care you are able to do this a yeah. little bit more i you know it's it's again so fascinating to me because <clears throat> what they did 
with the Infinity Saga was unheard of. It, it changed how we look at movies now. And, and I actually am happy to see that so many of the other like connected universes didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And now we're just going back to like regular old storytelling. Again, this is why I loved the Batman. Another article I wrote on at Sorcerer Network where it wasn't trying to set anything up. I mean, I guess a Batman sequel it's trying to set up, which is fine. You can set up a sequel of your own movie. Like, that's okay. But it wasn't trying to, like, bring in Superman and bring in The Flash and show, like, look, Cyborg's over here. It was just, here is a story about Batman. That's it. This is all this is. And and same with when Universal tried to do their Universal Monsters universe. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to know how... I don't want to know how uh, the thing from the deep and Frankenstein are connected. I don't care about that. Just give me a good Frankenstein movie and I'll go see it. And I, I wonder. And I think now it's just it. They're trying to revolutionize now. I mean, streaming. We forget streaming is a the, the whole direct to streaming service thing is a really new new oh, phenomenon. Percent. Well, I was going to say. I wonder if one of the reasons why. I don't wonder. I know one of the reasons why the Avengers in that whole in-game Infinity Saga series was as successful as it was is the properties that they had, the characters that they had, even to the general lay fan, people knew them. People knew Spider-Man. People knew Captain America. People knew Thor. People knew Iron Man. That's why they started with Iron Man. People knew Iron Man. There, there was a there was a core group that people knew from the start, and then. You know, they kind of branched off with Guardians of the Galaxy. When they made Guardians of the Galaxy, they weren't even sure if Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be popular or not. They, 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 they took a chance with it and ended up being one of the most popular franchises. So suddenly now you've got your hardcore, you've got your hardcore Marvel fans who are going to watch it anyway. You've got your general Marvel fans who were brought in because they at least understood some of the characters and they started to get invested in the story. Then they were able to introduce some of these side characters who were fighting alongside of the the Marvel characters that we do know. And so it became this much bigger batch, right? This much bigger uh, assortment and ensemble of characters. Well, they made the conscious choice to take us to a point to where that ended. So now they have to build up again. The problem is, is they don't have... And I think maybe this has been my problem and why maybe I enjoyed Spider-Man versus why I, I, I haven't enjoyed the rest of them is that at this point right now, these all these characters I know nothing about. Strange is the exception, and they just blew it with the way that they did the movie. Um, but, like, maybe Thor Love and Thunder will have some redeeming qualities to it because we'll recognize the characters and, and we'll get some of Thor's charm and some of Peter Quill's charm or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And that's why I think it's going to be a turning point for me. It's going to be a fork. It's yeah. either going to be, yep, I'm willing to go there, or no, I'm not. I think one of the things I'm remembering right now is that um, one of the strengths of Marvel is that they build the character up, not just uh, and who the person is behind the mask, not just, hey, look, here's a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Moon Knight, actually, um, again, spoiler alert for Moon Knight, the actual character of Moon Knight is in the series very little, like not a lot at all. It is very much focused on the person behind the mask, Mark Spector, Mm -hmm. and his personalities. Personalities. Yes. And and on the one hand, you go, well, gosh, I came to this this show to see Moon Knight. I want more Moon Knight. But on the other hand, I appreciate that if I'm going to see more of Moon Knight, 
that they, they weren't just like, all right, here's Moon Knight, go, and he's punching people and, you know, kicking butt <laughs> and taking names. Yeah. <laughs> but the, that they really built up a, a person of who this is. And I think now when I see Moon Knight again, wherever that is, I don't know that's going to help build that story and help me really care about that character rather than just, oh, that's the really cool guy that punches people. And I think and, that's maybe where I'm at is that, okay, maybe we're in that phase right now. Maybe we're in that phase with some of these characters. I just don't know if I have enough in me to want to invest in another group of characters again. To in, Yeah, to invest as I think much that's as where I think that, that. Maybe that's where I'm at. Maybe that's where really what this breaks down to is that, you know, yeah, America Chavez, for as awesome of a character as she is, Right now, I'm at a point where, like, I don't really care what happens with her, to be honest with you. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. And, I, and again, I know there are plenty of people out there who will continue to go see it, but I do not think that Marvel is going to see the returns that they saw. I, I think it, they, they found lightning in the bottle. I don't think they're going to find lightning in the bottle again, at least not well, the it, path that they're on. I mean, this has been a discussion for years of – not just Marvel, but comic book content in general. You know, the whole comic nerd culture took off. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just Marvel that 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 got a bunch of content. I mean, DC had, I mean, pro- I think still has, you know, you know, Arrow came out. The Flash was on TV. Mm-hmm. They had the Legends of Tomorrow that came out. Then now on their streaming service, they've got Teen Titans and they've got Harley Quinn animated series and they tried to do a Harley Quinn solo movies. And there there has just been a huge rise of this comic book content. And this is something that I've kind of wondered of like, okay, when when this cannot this this is not sustainable. And I'm wondering if we'll see a dip that. That we you know this is just a little bit of a dip in the MCU until we do get a character that people latch onto because that was a big part of why Iron Man was a success is that Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Iron Man got people hooked. Yeah. And well, that's, I think that's I, I this goes back to the broader question: Are we at a point of superhero fatigue? I mean, and we I, might be getting I, to I it. I think we're there. I, th- I cannot, again, I can only speak for myself, but I can't be the only one who is feeling the way that I'm feeling. I would be totally shocked if I'd be, if I was the only one who was feeling the way I'm feeling. And, and I really wanted to like this movie. And again, you're right. It could be that I just had too much, too many expectations, too high a hopes going into this movie. And it fell f- flat. But that coupled with the, just the direction that Sam Raimi took it, it, and just, I think, you know, if this movie was made seven years ago, maybe I would have liked it a little bit more. Maybe I would have been able to be into it, you know? I guess so. here, this is actually what I really, really want to do now. On Wednesday, so tomorrow when this releases, I don't remember the date, but uh, um, on well, Wednesday when this releases. Now, so. Yeah, so only a couple days from now. Yeah. On Wednesday when this releases, or it went Tuesday when this releases, on Wednesday... I'm going to throw up some polls in our socials and I want to know if there are other people who like that. Cause Casey, you're feeling the fatigue. I'm not, I'm saying bring on the wave of content, baby. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. Um, and so I, but I, I'm, I'm curious, like, are you an outlier? Am I an outlier? 
is is how are people feeling? Or it could so it be I, we're, just a bad movie. It, it we're feeling. I'm just feeling it from that. I don't know. So yeah. So yeah. There's going to be three options here. That it's going to be yes, I'm feeling the fatigue. Yo, no, I'm not feeling the fatigue. Or it's not fatigue. I just thought Doctor Strange two was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just I really would like to kind of get our listeners feedback on this so look to yeah so look for those polls tomorrow we'll throw them up i'd I'd like i'd I'd be curious on what other people are feeling about this beautiful well looking at the clock it is actually closing time my friend so i think we need to start moving our way to our our closing ceremony here uh so if you want i like that it's a closing ceremony it's kind of like a closing way think about it's like every time i've actually timed it like it's like a five minute endeavor to get us to the actual end when we say it's closing time so yeah um, Um, anyway i really love the idea of of us owning a bar someday and having a closing ceremony closing ceremony yeah shot 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 shots right (laughs) oh shots for everyone go home around have you you ever watched have you watched how i met your mother oh yes okay so we should get. A, we should. We should open a bar. We should open a bar, we open a bar. and we'll call it puzzles. And puzzles. <laughs> why it's called puzzle? That's the puzzle. Like that's, that's what that reminds me of. So, all right. Anyway, you want to get a hold of us? Matt referenced it earlier. Sorcererrnetwork.com. www.sorcererrnetwork.com. Find all of our episodes by category, as well as Matt's Mistress podcast, discontinued on display. Uh, he'll have a new season of that coming up here probably in the next month or two, I would imagine. June 30th. June, June 30th, 30th okay. the new season releases. Beautiful. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Beers and Ears Podcast. Find us on Twitter and Insta, at Beers Ears 1928. Feel free to email us, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Of course, Matt, we always ask them to rate and review us. How many stars? Five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars. It helps others find the podcast. By the way, I referenced um, my, my buddies uh, who I've been working with, John and Rory, last week. I, I talked to John this week. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been listening. I'm like, all right. Like, you got to listen to this episode this past Tuesday because I give you a shout out. So, yeah, um, it's excellent. But um, we've got some fun content coming up over the next couple of weeks. It's kind of been, I don't even want to say what it is because we're always changing up at this point. Like, what's coming yeah. up? But I know we've got some, some conversation about video games we got a star wars episode seven coming up um uh, a disney cruise line episode coming up uh going to the parks with large families that was on i was just looking at that i don't know if we're still going to do that one or not but it's on there uh and of course i'm going to disney i'm going to talk to that family (laughs) i'm going to disneyland in four weeks so um, oh man it's getting so close no i had it okay this is i'm sorry i know we talked about this time i had a dream that I was at Disneyland before you were, oh, yeah. and I was like texting you of like, "Ha, beat you here!" <laughs> like I was being really mean. <laughs> wow, Matthew! I was being really nasty about, it. like, not nasty, but like, like really uppity about well, it. Well, so. I, I just paid off my my Disney portion yesterday to Chris, um, and I've got a couple of reservations. I told her I said I've only got made a couple table reservations because there's so many like quick service places I want to try too, like the cozy. But I did make a reservation at the Cafe Orleans because I've heard they've got a legendary um, Monte Cristo sandwich. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I've heard the churros out there. They've got like churro carts everywhere out there. So I'm looking forward to that. Churros are king out there. Apparently. So. All right, Matt. Let's raise our glasses. Yes. uh, This episode has been on us. We will see you next week. Have a great night, everybody. Or whenever you're listening to this. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.